Leaders of African sport have gathered in Kigali, Rwanda for the ninth edition of CISA, the International Sport Convention for Africa. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. CISA officially opened on March 12th. The closing ceremony will take place on March 14th. Lamine Diak, president of the International Association of Athletics Federations and ex-FINA chief Mustafa Larfawi, were set to recount their careers in a series of presentations on Friday. This week, Diak also visited a school in Kigali and met with youngsters during their sports activities. Around the Rings Associate Editor Nick Devlin is in Rwanda for the convention and accompanied Diak on the school visit. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm great, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Curious, what was Diak's visit like, and, and what did he say to the students in Kigali? Well, he, he visited, he and an entourage from the, from the CISA conference uh, went to the Green Hills Academy, which is a pretty, um, it was a very nice school, um, a, a, a private school here in Kigali. And uh, he, he walked around, he visited a couple classrooms, spoke um, highly of, of, of athletics and, and sport in general, really. I mean, the, the kids were doing sport-centric activities. They were drawing Olympic rings and they were all um, headed down to the, uh, their big gymnasium, kind of an open open-air gymnasium that you can have here in Rwanda since it's warm all year round. But uh, it was an open-air gymnasium. They had all the kids were doing um, different activities, playing basketball, playing um, paddle ball, playing, uh, having little stretching and running exercises. It was, it was really cool. There was hundreds of kids in this gymnasium, and they really uh, got excited for a, a visit from a, uh, a, a true world um, uh, sporting icon like, like, like Diak is. And, uh, yeah, he spoke, uh, IOC Athletes Commission Chair, uh, Claudia Bocal spoke. Um, it, was, it was a really great time. The kids were very enthusiastic. Um, they certainly were excited to see everybody there. I mean, they were, they were running up to, to all of the members of the CISA delegation getting autographs afterwards. So it was, it was, it was a really cool thing to, uh, to be a part of. And in that same vein, what can you tell us about the CISA Kids Project? Well, the CISA Kids Project is something that they're they're attempting. I think I think it's an effort on the part of the conference to make a positive impact on the uh, on the cities where the conference visits. I mean, the the Green Hills Academy was was just the example of the school in in Kigali that they chose to uh, reach out to. It was a very it was a very diverse school. You could tell that um, any uh, anybody who's uh, a lot of foreigners who are, who are working in Kigali, maybe um, as as diplomats or working at uh, uh, state offices or or things like that. The the foreigners. That have that have moved here to Kigali, uh, I, I it appears they send their kids too because it was a very it was a very uh, ethnically diverse group and uh, they certainly seem to have a uh, have a lot of fun with it and it's it's a it's a it's an attempt by the conference to uh, to you know sow the seeds of uh, of, of sport fandom and of, of sport support and maybe uh, enthusiasm for uh, getting out there and winning some medals for Rwanda someday. And this was your first trip to Rwanda. I understand. So how how's your trip been so far? Yeah, I think most people when they come to Rwanda a lot of times it's their uh, it's their first trip, but it's a beautiful place. I say this right as it, like the clouds have just rolled in just in the time that we've been talking in the in the 5 minutes or so we talked before we went uh, and started the podcast and it was it was shining sun was shining outside and just since then I've watched the clouds roll in and it looks like a pretty uh, pretty serious thunderstorm might be about to start. But other than that, I mean, the weather is beautiful. I mean, we're perched. Kigali is a very, it, it's a city built on hills. So there's hills and valleys everywhere, which provides for some, some really gorgeous views. I mean, what, what, 
what I would compare it to just from a views standpoint when I first arrived, and this is going to sound like a ridiculous comparison, I, I admit that, but it really reminded me of Los Angeles just in the way that the, the rolling hills, the hills covered in, in homes, you've got sunshine, you've got the, the trees and lots of foliage all around you, you've got these winding roads that wind along um, these hillsides, and it's, it's a very... It's a very picturesque place. It's a place that I'm told is one of the. Uh, uh, it's 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 a couple of uh, of of uh, Kigali natives have told me that this isn't uh, this isn't the real Africa that uh, that is the stereotypical Africa that Americans might think of because this is a city that's uh, in a lot of ways it, it's it can be quite European and it's quite uh, uh, forward thinking. The crime rate's very low. The economy is fairly solid. So um, it's a it's a it's a great city that uh, to to visit. Not one that a lot of people think of when they think of going abroad for a vacation, but uh, certainly one that's, that's been well worth a visit to this point. And what's the atmosphere been like at the convention so far? Well, it's not a, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty laid back, to be honest. It's not a convention with a, a lot of delegates. I mean, the most delegate, the most, I, I can't say all delegates, some of them are um, uh, press, media covering the events as well. Um, but uh, I would say in, in any given session, there's probably about 100 people, 120 people set up in a, in a conference room, and all the speeches are, are, in, France, are in French. The, uh, the conference has the backing of, uh, of, a, of a Francophone association, so they're, um, all of the presentations are in French, which not being a French speaker is somewhat of an obstacle for me, but they have translation services available and that kind of thing. So that's been handy. Um, but other than that, it, it's a pretty laid-back conference. It seems like everybody's uh, enjoying themselves. There's not a uh, the big crush of media you might have if there were a few other IOC members and things like that here, um, the kind of crush you get at like at like an Olympic Games or an IOC session or something like that. So um, it's been it's been great. All of the uh, all the all the officials, um, Mr. Larfawi, Mr. Diak, uh, everybody's been very accessible, and we've been able to, to talk to them and get up close to them when we've needed to. So um, it's just a very it's a very accessible atmosphere. Everybody's open to everybody else, and it certainly seems like it's a a chance for every all of these uh, these African um, sporting luminaries to come together and, and trade ideas. What was the opening ceremony like last night? Uh, very, very casual, very informal. You wouldn't have even known there was an opening ceremony going on if you hadn't if you hadn't known. It was uh, it, it was a it was a nice dinner. It was at a, a local Chinese restaurant called Century Park, which is a very nice Chinese restaurant. Certainly nicer than any Chinese restaurant I've visited in, in the United States. Um, it was a, a beautiful building, a, a banquet hall that opened out onto an open-air um, uh, porch, lawn, terrace area. Um, it was it was gorgeous. Very well done. The food was delicious. Um, and there were a couple... Uh, Mr. Diak went up and gave a, gave a speech. Uh, the Rwandan NOC president, uh, Robert Barigamba, went up and he made a speech. And uh, yeah, it was, it was very uh it's very laid back though there wasn't a lot of uh it wasn't it wasn't formal everybody was you know kind of milling around having a beer having an appetite lots of lots of appetizers floating around certainly had more than my fair share of the egg rolls and uh it was it was a nice time it was uh it was it was a very uh casual get together you mentioned that so far a lot of the attendees are, are media journalists covering the convention, and you and I discussed there was a journalist seminar this week. What was that like? Oh yeah, that was that was very interesting because it was a uh, there was myself and another journalist. Um, I believe we're the only two. There were only a couple of us. I might be missing a couple, uh, one or two that I haven't didn't speak with, but there were very few journalists. Um, from outside of, uh, I, I shouldn't say there were there were a few from France. Um, there maybe maybe ten. I'll say maybe ten journalists from outside of Africa. But everybody else is 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 are they're African journalists, and what we don't realize a lot of times. Uh, 
um, about African journalists is they aren't uh, maybe like you and I that have had the chance to go to college for journalism. Um, they have the passion for journalism that you and I have, but they don't they don't have the formal schooling. So there are a lot of things that uh, that we take for granted as part of the profession that they don't necessarily have a chance to get exposure to. So I think it was a great opportunity for them to mingle and network a little bit and talk to some people that uh, they wouldn't otherwise get to have some face time with. So I think it was a, it was a great program for them, and certainly it could benefit uh, Africa in the long run if they're if their sports see. Um, better coverage, more. When I say better, I don't necessarily mean writing quality, but just in terms of um, following journalistic processes as far as getting sources and um, how to cover an event and how to uh, uh, do something um, in a uh, in an even-handed way. That's you know kind of the accepted journalistic method a- around the world. So it, w- it was an eye-opener, I think, for myself and a-, and a few others that I spoke with, just in terms of how we didn't realize. Uh, how lucky we were in that respect of how how much training we'd been able to have that uh, the journalists here, as passionate as they are and as interested in sports as they are, they just don't have that same training. So I, I think I, I like to think I would hope that they that they got a lot out of that. It was it was it was very interesting. Okay, well, it sounds like a unique trip so far. Again, that was Around the Rings Associate Editor Nick Devlin in Rwanda for the ninth edition of CISA. Be sure to check into ATR online on Facebook and Twitter for more on CISA and the Olympic movement. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.